Inside Indiana Business, what's going on in our state? Tony Katz, good to be with you. Gary Dick joins us right now from InsideIndianaBusiness.com. On Twitter, at IIB, at Gary Dick, G-E-R-R-Y, at Gary Dick. On uh, the Twitter box, um, before I get into the story about uh, Monument Circle and the Starbucks closing, uh, you have the story that state revenues did not beat projections in September. And I don't know the last time I saw that be the case. What happened here was uh, there an issue on the collection side, which, you know, makes me weird to weird to, for, for me to say something like that. But just curious, was there an issue with, with the forecast? Did something specific happen? What's the story here? Yeah, you know, I don't really know. It caught my attention when it came out uh, last week. Uh, there was a, uh, I know, according to the state, there was delay in income tax uh, uh, processing, payment processing, uh, some other technical issues, repeal of utility receipts tax, and some of those uh, uh, factors apparently uh, adding to uh, to the numbers. But you're right, it has been a while uh, that these numbers have been below uh, expectation, and uh, they point to a couple of uh, uh, those technical kinds of things uh, as uh, the reasons why. Well, that doesn't seem like much of an answer to the <laughs> to the to the question in, in the slightest there, uh, because you, you're talking about a miss uh, of of how many. Um, how big was was the miss? Uh, general fund revenues in September was one point nine billion, four point two percent below the December 2021 forecast, 1.6% lower than the same month last year. It's a, it's a chunk of change. It's a chunk of change. And the first time since, uh, I believe, October of 2020 that revenues were below uh, projections. So that from the state is what they say are, are uh, issues leading to, the, uh, leading to that number. Now let's move it over to a conversation about brings in dollars and cents, which is – uh, about tourism and when fall yep. comes and you, there's a lot to see uh, in in the state of uh, Indiana we we bring in the dollars is the problem that we don't do a good enough selling Indiana tourism or is the problem that simply Indiana cannot cannot compete with other states yeah I, you know if you talk to tourism uh, folks uh, and and I have for a number of years and I keep coming back to the, to the same line of the fact that Indiana is so much uh, woefully really underfunded when it compares when compared to other states just here in the Midwest. As an example, I talked with Elaine Beadle, the CEO of the Indiana Destination Development Corporation, on the show this week, and she said their budget uh, is about $4.5 million, and then compares that to Michigan, the state of Michigan at $40 million, Ohio $35 million, uh, Illinois $90 million, uh, I think they're going to spend this year. So uh, when you're going up against states that have that, those kinds of budgets to put into promotion, to put into activities game, uh, aimed at uh, getting people in the state into some of these uh, these events, you would seem to be at a disadvantage. The IDDC is right now in the process of gathering information, making that case that they're going to take to the Indiana legislature budget session, uh, uh, budget writing session next year to go to ask for increased funding. Talking to Gary Dick from InsideIndianaBusiness.com. On Twitter, at IIB, just going through uh, the site as I, as I often uh, do, um, there are a, a series of 
things that took place last week in the markets, but none to me more bigger in terms of acquisition than Kroger purchasing Albertsons. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does that have an effect specifically on the state of Indiana? Are there things here that change because of this $24 billion buy? Uh, do we already engage some level of of whether it's uh, farmers or whether it's uh, uh, production facilities? I don't know to the extent Kroger is built in Indiana, the the, the level of the, the amount of infrastructure they have, but does this deal help us in any way, shape, or form? You know, I, I think tangentially, if you will, there could be some impact. As you mentioned, a massive deal, uh, big numbers to be sure. And Kroger, of course, is not headquartered here, but the presence here is, is very significant, uh, not only in terms of, uh, of brick-and-mortar stores uh, and the various locations around the state, but distribution facilities and those types of things. So as Kroger continues to grow its footprint, to get bigger, those operations stand to uh, potentially gain and then potentially get investment uh, going forward. So, so from that standpoint, I think we participate in that, uh, in that action. Uh, it will be interesting to see, you know, the rich get bigger, the big get bigger. Uh, that is an industry, a grocery business that continues to evolve. And you look at, you know, where folks get their groceries now, whether it's Walmart or Costco or all these various uh, ways. It's a very different way of, of uh, how we get the food that we need. Uh, so this is part and parcel, I think, of that competitive landscape in the grocery business that continues to get bigger and bigger. Now let's bring it to the story that dropped on Friday and made everybody in central Indiana say, I'm sorry, what is this? And that is the news that Starbucks on the circle is closing. They're saying safety, but you have people, uh, the manager of Supremacy, you've got people at Rocket Fizz, other places saying, we don't think uh, the, the, the circle is unsafe. What do you know about this story, if anything specifically, and what does this say to the marketplace? Well, I, I think it's a, you, no matter how you spin it, uh, I, I think it's a black eye on, Indi- on downtown Indianapolis. And that's just, just the way it is, no matter what the, again, the spin is as to why it happened. Uh, if Starbucks is saying there's a security issue uh, that is forcing them to close in such a high profile location, an iconic location in our city, uh, Monument Circle, uh, I, I think that's, that's not a good look for the city. And as this gets out, Beyond Indiana, I saw some cable news coverage uh, over the weekend on this closing that made national news. And as people around the country see that, um, it can potentially have an impact. And uh, I think it will be interesting to see how how this this plays out. But uh, to have a high-profile location like that, and it's very close to uh, where our office is. So I've been in that Starbucks on a number of occasions. And I will tell you just from my eyewitness, just from what I have witnessed there, there have been some situations while I've been there that made customers visibly uncomfortable. And, uh, you know, whether those those are the things that led to this, I, I, I don't know. I, I can only report what I see or what I saw. And, but the bottom line is uh, uh, this uh, closing of this store at that look, especially at that location, uh, sends a message out that I think that city planners and others who, who really work hard at, at driving the convention business and other things like that uh, don't want to see. I am with you that I think there are things seen uh at um at specifically that location at at that uh uh starbucks that make you say my gosh what is happening here and and 
the idea that, you know, they we saw reporting, they didn't call the police. There's only maybe one call in 2022. Um, I don't know if that means that there were calls from the actual store versus calls from other people. I can tell you how many police runs uh, that they had there. But these anecdotal stories, I, I find that the city is not so interested in the reality of them. And these seem very, very strong to me, uh, the, these stories uh, about what, what it is people experience and how they feel uh, about downtown. And when you talk about tourism and you talk about this, uh, it seems that the city, in my view, is not so interested in a cause and effect situation here. It, it, have you had these conversations with anyone in the city? Are they aware of the problems that, that Hoosiers are seeing? I think there's an awareness there. You know, my conversations largely have been with uh, some business owners, those who do business downtown. And I can tell you over the last couple of years, there has been uh, a marked difference or a change, if you will, in um, in the narrative or in the, the perspective that these business owners or business people uh, who, who connect to downtown Indianapolis have about uh, about the downtown area. And safety is a concern. Uh, it is among uh, concerns there, which before was not as high, perhaps, on the list. But now it seems to be, uh, you know, ratcheting up to the to the top of the list of, of folks who do business downtown.